And then there's the remember piece which deepens the who the fuck we are. Like it really, it's that remembrance of, oh yes, how did I forget? It's like the Wonder Woman. Oh my gosh, it's literally going back to the Wonder Woman of like, oh, it's always been there. Exactly who I am. I just disconnected and done this and stopped doing this and stopped doing this to be safe, to stay in survival, like to keep surviving so when we remember who we are and really reclaim and reconnect and do all these pieces at once and embrace all of ourselves, we really step into our full unapologetic power. What's up, my soul sister? Welcome to the Magic Within podcast. My name's Katrina Lully, and I'm a transformation coach obsessed with guiding women to unlock their power within so they live an aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've been where you're at, doing all the things and feeling like nothing is working. And I'm here to help you learn how to live that aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've spent years investing in programs, coaches, books, and other tools in covering my own blocks, challenging my beliefs, growing and stretching myself to live my most authentic life that is true to who I am. There is incredible power in our experiences and by sharing our stories with one another, we help each other along this journey called life. This is a space where you will hear inspiring and motivating stories from other guests and tools to help you get from where you are now to who you want to be in this life. You get two doses of magic each week to fill up your cup and start living a life that is aligned with your highest self. We are not meant to do this life alone, and we all have the magic within us to live this beautiful life that's true to who we are. I'm here to help you begin to unlock that power and start stepping in to the amazing woman that you are. Let's do this. episode of the Magic Within podcast. Oh my goodness. So, so excited to bring you today's episode with Kim Coffin. I cannot wait for you all to meet her, but let's get the like logistics out of the way first. Who is Kim? Well, she is a trauma-informed somatic sex, love, and relationship coach, as well as an empowerment and sexuality coach, female sexuality coach, tantric sex coach, and founder of Get Your Sexy Back. She specializes in empowerment, confidence, creating trust and safety in our bodies and in our minds, self-love, pleasure, sensuality, intimacy with self and in relationships, as well as relationship transformation for couples, jade egg, tantra, tantra, and sacred sexuality. Kim teaches singles and couples how to reconnect to their body, activate their turn on, heal heartbreak and shame at a body-based level reclaim the places they've been disempowered so they can come back into their body and step into their unapologetic power through sacred sexuality in the relationships, their businesses, in their body, and in their lives. Kim, thank you so much for being here. I'm so like, I'm really looking forward to this conversation with you. Hey, thank you so, so much for having me. It's going to be so good. So juicy. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. I can feel it already. 
I do love to ask my guest a question um, to start us off. When you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grow up? I'm sure you weren't thinking about mm. this line of work, but <laughs> what do you kind want to be? of, kind of, um, because literally it was Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> literally it was empowerment. I just didn't know it at the time, but it was like all of this yeah even in dreams like it might not have been wonder woman i'm using air quotes there um but literally oh i love that like i got chills when you said that because yeah. i'm like yes 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 yeah ah, totally. so good that's so much fun so start a, tell us a little bit about kim who is she like let's start with your story because i'm sh- i know that you have a story like you got here somehow but tell us a little yeah. bit more about how kim who kim is Yeah, for sure. So currently, um, definitely, I am a mom. I have three teenage slash adults because we've got 16, 18, and 21. So we're pretty well adults at this point, um, considering the 16-year-old's probably more mature than both the boys. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I got got all of them. And uh, I'm married. I've been married for 22 and a bit years now. And yeah, I've been self-employed for over 25 years in various different businesses. Yeah, I'm also a master photographer, but I mainly worked with moms and babies and technically newborn babies, like five, six days old, maybe till 10. So technically I was even like coaching then because a lot of our sessions were going into empowerment. They were going into breastfeeding. I definitely had um, three traumatic births and postpartum periods, like my midwife used to joke, maybe we should do it a fourth time. You're getting this down. We're getting there. <laughs> uh, last one was like a fabulous birth, but then she didn't breathe. So we were in NICU. So we were getting there, but um, there's a whole pile there. But my long-term story, you want to go into that? Yeah, let's go. Let's go for it. Let's go into that. Um, so basically at 14, which led to so much stuff as I've just been sharing, even in my current life, but it, it basically at 14, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was sexually assaulted by my stepfather. So that was horrific. It was absolutely life-changing. And yet the worst part was the next day where I finally was like, yes, I'm going to tell my mom, I know what to do. Like we're going to give it to her. She's going to take care of this. Right. And I did, I told her the next morning. And she believed me right away, but then she sent me to school, which looking back, I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Like, yeah, problem here. And yeah, within a few hours, she no longer believed me. She let it all, left it all up to my stepfather to discuss with me. And, you know, he denied it all and was very, it was an unspoken, shut the fuck up. Like it was one of those. Yeah. And um, my mother never spoke of it again. And that is what actually caused more damage in me and my body and my disconnection and the sexuality and so forth. It was utter betrayal from the one person who carried me, right? Who is my mom, who was supposed to take care of me. So what happened is we fast forward into my 20s and 30s when I started having children in my 20s. I really became very quickly stressed, stressed out, burnt, um, numb, very disconnected, like year after year got caught in this cycle of overgiving, doubting, people pleasing, not fitting in, feeling like I was always saying yes, even though I didn't want to, not speaking my truth. Mm. That one was huge, right? Yeah. Playing that role of the good girl, the good daughter, the good wife, the good mom, 
always with a smile on my face, right? Yeah. And numbing myself out, shutting myself down. So it it built up into a time where, and my mom and stepfather were still very much part of our lives, including my children's lives. And as my daughter, my youngest, started to not be with me all the time, I started to like basically not attach to me nursing on my hip kind of thing, more running off playing with the boys. I started to get very, like, I can feel my fist closing here, like very frustrated, very angry, very exhausted, um, really pulled back a lot from my mom and stepfather's lives. And my mother was also, I don't know if she is anymore, but was very narcissistic at the time. So it was very, you come, you show up, you stay, it's two weeks, it's Thanksgiving, it's Easter, it's Christmas, it's summer, it's all of these holidays where I actually didn't have a say, which was crazy in my 20s and 30s, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I started to, it's crazy looking back, but at the time it was not safe for me to speak up. Yeah. So I started to pull back slowly um, and was left wondering like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I speak up? Why can't I do the things that everybody else seems to be able to do really easily? And then this was followed by guilt by not loving everything I have. I have this beautiful house and family and children and husband. What's wrong with me? Mm. So it all kind of came to a head in 2013 when I started having this, really this feeling, it's that Wonder Woman actually creeping in going, (laughs) there's another damn way. There has to be another way. And I started reclaiming my boundaries. I started reclaiming my space. Uh, We really started pulling back more and more and more. And yet I was still unsure if I was on the right path, right? Still doubting, still really doubting. And then in 2017, and by the way, in 2013, like I was put on my ass, literally this, um, I kept being told to slow down and I didn't quite listen. And then I broke my (laughs) ankle and broke tib, fib, surgery, two surgeries, like long, long. And it was like, okay, I got the message. I'm listening. Like, please. Okay. (laughs) Um, It was not a fun time, but it started like propelling me forward towards 2017 which is really where I started reclaiming myself full fucking out, like no more. I started working with world-renowned teachers like Mama Gina and Layla Martin, Sheila Kelly, and so many others. Um, I really started my journey of reclaiming me, reclaiming myself, reclaiming my boundaries, my truth, being seen, the mother wound, the, the sister wounds. Oh my gosh, there's so many pieces, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, through all of this, I know it's made me more resilient and more determined to make this change because I also know my mother was also doing her best. Like I truly do know that as much as we are not talking at this point and that is totally okay because she still doesn't believe me. Um, But at the same time, I know it's coming from a very big place of fear for her, right? She is absolutely petrified to speak up, to use her voice, to set her boundaries. Um, There's fear of power and money being held over her head and always has been. And that's scary. So I really want to change this paradigm. I really know that this is not just my story. It's many, many other humans' story out there. And the beautiful journey that can come from this reclamation from coming home to our body, from reconnecting to our body, to our sensuality, to our sexuality, healing our trauma, all of it is so, so powerful. 
so powerful. Yeah, it really, really is. It, it is the most powerful work we will ever do that really can change the trajectory of your entire life, right? Like it affects yeah. everything that yeah. that we do where wherever we want success or you know more intimacy or closeness. That safety piece is such a big deal. And I don't, it's not talked about enough out there because we were told go change this, change your mindset, go do more, like change all these things. And when we come back home to our body and like it's that safety and that trust piece that is so vital to creating the life that we want. Everything, business, Everything. relationship, yeah. body, what to put on today, what to eat, all of it. It all comes back to you and to your body. Yeah, it really, really does. Was there another incident with your stepfather or was that the only, like, did it stop after that? Because he was, he was essentially outed by you. Yeah, I'm actually really curious why you're asking that. I'm just really curious. Yeah, no, I, I am just like, if it, if it continued just because like, you know, were you, did you have to continue to fight to save yourself? I mean, the one time in different ways, the, the one time is a huge impact, but then, you know, continuing it over and over, like deepens that wound, deepens that root. And, um, and then to have your mom, like, not believe you is a huge, huge piece of that. Yeah. So it continued in very different ways from there. Yeah. It continued in a very big um, power struggle mm. and very much money and holding money. And it's almost like, you know, dangling a carrot of literally like, you know, if you want this, you're going to fucking be a good girl here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. lot of that kind of power dynamics, which continued for another 27 years until I said, I'm done here. Like done. Yeah done, done, done. But that was the only time specifically he sexually assaulted me. There was another time where he, it was a shut the fuck up moment um, yeah. where he threatened me a little bit, but yeah. And, and it's and it, like, it's interesting because uh, you know, that is, that is such a, a space of complete betrayal to oneself, but mm-hmm. then how, how it turns and it, it can play out in different ways that can still like, reaffirm, re-impact that, that lack of boundary, that lack of trust, that lack of safety. And it's just done differently, manipulated in different ways and how that can create. So you have this experience. And if somebody else hadn't had a person in their life who that wasn't their story, but that, that money, hanging that money over your, over their heads, hanging the, you know, manipulation over your heads, like be quiet, sit down, be quiet, do all of these things can all intertwine and create that, that lack of safety, that lack of trust within ourselves. And we think there's something wrong with me. I'm broken. How can this be fixed? Like, and then we go the chase, we go find the outside things to help support us in like creating what we want. Right. Can be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's numbing out, disconnecting. Everybody's is a little bit different. Yeah. Everybody's is definitely a little bit different. And so what a powerful way to, for you to come in and realize like, no more, I'm done with this. I'm going to heal myself. I'm going to change my story and I'm going to help other women do the same. Yeah. And it not only does that, it also really does ripple effect immediately into the kid. Yes. You know, they were, they were teenagers, you know, they already been on this earth and knew him, but it really rippled into 
um, them also being very empowered in their own. Like there's so many ways that it shows up. Yeah. It, 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 it immediately affects our kids. Like it immediately changes those things. And, and I know for me, sometimes I was like, well, is it really making a difference? It's making a huge difference because they don't, they're not experiencing they're healing through you. They're healing things. They may not even understand that are impl- imp- implemented into their DNA, into their cells that, that, that are being healed through you because you're willing to show up and do the work and show them something different. Yeah. And there's even another big, big component there of um, just naturally regulating nervous system regulation and trauma regulation in myself than naturally is felt and absorbed in their bodies. It's um, like a co-regulation that happens, even though they're, you know, adults and teens, same for, you know, animals and husbands and everyone. There's a natural co-regulation that happens that is really, really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So for somebody who is like, okay, how, I want to start reconnecting with myself, reconnecting with my body, but it seems so far out there and we can get caught up in like the way that it's supposed to look or the way that it's supposed to feel. And will I have this powerful transformation right away? Like where does somebody begin with that and how, and with what you teach? Hmm. There's so many different faucets. There's so many different areas you can come in at depends where you're at in every single faucet. So the easiest way to explain it, I think, is I've narrowed it down into like three core words. It's like my three kind of core principles of like reclaim, reconnect, and remember. And I think all of them have to happen at once. So there's the reclaim part, which is definitely reclaiming the places where you've been disempowered, where you've lost yourself. So your boundaries, your voice, your truth, being seen, um, feeling sexy turning on like in your pleasure feeling great in your body and in your power all of the places that have been shut down dismissed put away kept small hidden which are a lot of the places for us since we were very little it was sometime around the age of three and four we started getting don't do that stop that nope 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 and before we know it we're in this little little box and it just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller as we go through our teenage years and early 20s. And then, and it can keep getting smaller, to be honest. Um, And then there's a piece of reconnect, which is reconnecting to your body, to your sacred feminine, to your pussy, to your sexuality. And pussy isn't always vulva. It is the essence of like who we are. It's our juice. It's our intuition. It's our inner knowing, literally our GPS of telling us also oracle between the thighs of like telling us and letting us know what is right and what is wrong for our body. And some people will say, well, sexuality, why is that so important? To me, I've seen this a thousand times over. It is the biggest place that we've been the most disempowered Mm -hmm. for women, for female identifying humans. Yeah. And it is the fastest portal to getting into exactly reconnecting to who we are. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, keep Thank going. You. And then there's the remember piece, which deepens the who the fuck we are. Like it really, it's that remembrance of, oh yes, how did I forget? It's like the Wonder Woman. Oh my gosh, it's literally going back to the Wonder Woman of like, oh, it's always been there. Exactly who I am. I just disconnected and done this and stopped doing this and stopped doing this to be safe, to 
stay in survival, like to keep surviving. So when we remember who we are and really reclaim and reconnect and do all these pieces at once and embrace all of ourselves, we really step into our full unapologetic power. Yeah. 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 That is so, so good. And I know that I've seen the shifts when I've started to step into this place and it's, it's so beautiful because like you said, we're, there's this space that we're in where don't talk about it. Don't bring this out. Don't bring this, this sexual sexuality out, like put it away, keep it secret behind the doors and stuff it down when it really is, like you said, our GPS, like our the most powerful place for us as women dive a little bit more into that sacred sexuality. Like I know it looks different for every woman because we all have our own way of expressing that, but coming Mm. into turn, like coming into a, a place of, of, you know, investigating and getting curious about what that looks like for each woman, how to do it. Yeah. Like how to do it. Like where, because so many, I know that we are like, oh my gosh, we're nervous. And, and like, how do I do this? And what does it look like? Mm. Cause when we talk about this, people are like, oh, like, okay, just go have more sex. Go like, it's not about that. It's not about that kind of connection. Yeah. So depends where you're at again, because you could already be feeling very empowered in one area or the other, but it starts with literally following your pleasure, like turning on, juicing up. And when I use follow your pleasure and turning on, I'm not just talking in the bedroom. It's both. It's in the bedroom and out of the bedroom. There's all of these different places of really getting curious and exploring what it is that you're doing that you really hate doing. Same goes for the bedroom. Where are you saying, yes, feels great. And it Mm -hmm. really doesn't like, see the, there's a connection. Same goes for your business. What are you like putting your nose to the grindstone, even though you hate it? So there's all these places where um, we can really not be ourselves. We're, we're just, we're going through the motions. We're stuck and it's starting to reclaim those places. Yeah. Really noticing those, those things that you are doing that your body, you you can feel it in your body. It's in your, it's in your gut. Like, right. Like, Oh no, I'm saying yes to this, but really no. I mean, I'll get yeah. really honest, like having my own trauma as a child, I noticed the pattern with my husband whenever we would go to, um, you know, make love and and be together. And I would lay there like, okay, just get this over with. And it took me back Mm -hmm. to sixth grade with this boy that, you know, he, he violated my trust. He violated Mm -hmm. my safety and it wasn't my husband, but that's the way it was coming out Mm -hmm. in my relationship now. And until I started to do the healing, to do the work, through breath work, through other somatic experiences, through getting curious about who I am, what feels good for me, not for anybody else. And I think sometimes we think, okay, well, what's going to feel good for the other person, but, it, or what's going to, what's going to, you know, light somebody else up, you know, we're looking outward once again, but really getting selfish about it. It's okay to be selfish about it and to explore, like, what is this? What's in here for me? What do I like yeah. to wear? What do I, what do I, what music do I like to dance to? You know, what, what smells 
Do I like to, to smell, you know, buying myself flowers, you know, getting big earrings and having a collection full of earrings and putting those on, like, what does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. And I'd even argue like, and I'm sure you're going to say the same though, but it's okay, but it's not selfish. No, Men don't even think about this stuff. This is just like, what do you mean? Like, of course I eat what I want. Of course I wear what I want, all of these things. And, and going back to your, your, your point of, you know, having sex and having flashbacks per se, that's very, very common because our body literally keeps the score for all of it. Like we can't, even if our brain has forgotten it, you may, um, ha- somebody may have been, you know, somebody listening may have been assaulted, but doesn't know it, but they're noticing their body is reacting. Like the body will constantly remember and will constantly react knows so much more than our brain so by getting back into our body we can heal heal those pieces we can integrate these pieces we can give them what they never received at the time when there was wounding when there was um, a disconnect so there's beautiful work that can be done there through trauma healing and reconnection and and all of this it's all connected like that's why it's really hard for me to explain what it is that we do because yeah Ends what shows up that day. Yeah. Are we doing trauma healing work? Are we doing inner child work? Are we are we just, you know, following our pleasure? There's so many little pieces. And then there's also, you asked about sacred sexuality. Then there's the sacred sexuality piece as well. Like what does in um, sacred pleasure, what does turn you on? What does feel good? Where do you notice sensation in your body? And can you increase your pleasure? Can you follow your pleasure? And depends. Somebody can be like, nope. And we have to work through that nope first. Yeah. And other can people can be like, oh, okay, this feels great. And then we can go deeper. And we're always going as slow as the slowest part of you. Yeah. And that goes for couples and singles. If it's couples, we're always going as slow as the slowest part of the couple. And single work, it's slow as the slowest part of you. And it's okay. Yeah. If it takes six months or whichever it is to do a practice. Because you are constantly cultivating that epic trust and that epic safety in your body. And that takes time. Your body needs to feel safe. It needs to feel loved. It needs to be held with acceptance and approval and all of this stuff and compassion, all of it. So we can go slow. Yeah. And we can start, you know, following the little breadcrumbs. Yeah. And going from there. What you said there is, is so, so important in, you know, even in the work that I do and the work that you do like this work, there is no, there's no like how to, okay, we're going to do step one, two, three, four, five. It's, it's fluid, right? Because we come in, we meet, you meet them where they're at with where they are. And there isn't a checklist to get you from A to Z within the next six months. If it takes six months, great. If it's a year, whatever, because the work is going to continue and it's a journey. And like you said, creating that safety in your, in your body, like really feeling it. If you want to know if something's off, check in with your body, really just check in, like take a moment and and check in because that's your greatest indicator as to if there's something that is off, what needs could be worked through, you know, what's coming up. And oftentimes we don't know exactly what it is. We just know something is off right? Yeah. Many people don't even know. They're like, check in with your body. What the heck do you mean? Yeah. Um, and that's learning process because of that disconnection I talked about earlier from very young, we are taught to conform, to listen, to behave. 
And a lot of those things, like if you look at a young child, they had a tantrum when they wanted a tantrum. If they didn't want to eat those peas, they were not eating those peas. Like there was very much adamant boundaries, yeses and nos. And we disconnected from that. So we need to like reconnect and reclaim that and learn what that looks like again. Like, yeah, what it looks like now. And, you know, it's just a process, but you're always cultivating that process. So it's always working. It just might, you might not think, you might say, oh, I want to learn how to have an epic orgasm in the beginning. And you might get to six months and go, okay, I haven't quite yet, um, but I actually can enjoy and follow my pleasure now. And I actually have these sensations in my body where these rivulets of pleasure are coming on and these extended orgasmic energy orgasms. Like there can be different things and you're always going to get what you need. Yeah. And if you continue, it will deepen. So there's all of these different layers and it's a beautiful, beautiful journey, beautiful yeah, journey. It really is. And as you were sharing that, what came up is because I know many of us question, like, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right thing? Do I say yes to this? Like check in, how does it feel? Is it exciting or is it constricting? Is it, is, do you feel yourself like being pulled forward or pulling yourself back? And that's your like deepening into your intuition, deepening into that trust of that space. of that's your indication of yes, this is a yes, or this is a no, or we, yeah. we, don't, we don't know yet. That's okay too. There's a lot of um, conditioning on top of it though. Right. So we can actually check in a little further and see, is this an intuitive yes, or is it an intuitive no, or is it kind of a yes, but then I have these fearful no's mm-hmm. and yeah. fearful yeses on top because that'll be the conditioning, right? That we have to play through and work through because sometimes they get so loud that we can't hear our intuitive yes anymore. Yeah. Depends on how much trauma, how much conditioning, how much bypassing, how much disconnection we've done. Yeah. Which I did a damn I want to say fuck ton. I'm going to say fuck ton <laughs> amount of disconnecting. Yeah. Like there was so much numbness and disconnection. I used to say like, I don't feel anything chest or neck down. And I honestly didn't mm-hmm. honestly didn't. And within a couple of years of doing work, I was having energetic orgasms like all day long one week. I was like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> totally waking up. Um, even though I hadn't totally started that journey. Pardon me. Um, so it's quite amazing how we start to come back into our body. And it, some people like look at this journey and they're like, ooh, that seems like too much work. I don't even know where to get started. My journey was not a lot of work. Yes, it was, but it was so much fun going every step along the way. Yeah, there's hard days. Yeah, there's hard weeks. Yeah, there's hard things I've done. But I've learned how to hold myself like really deeply in pleasure, in nervous system regulation, in my turn on, in whatever that may be, whatever, everybody has different things that hold them. And we get to learn that and explore that when we work together. When you can hold yourself so beautifully through those hard parts, honestly, the last five years has been so much fun and gone by <laughs> so fast. It's been the most freeing the most empowering, the most life-changing, like, why didn't I do that sooner? Mm. Mm. And I've said that since the first week I did it. That's amazing. 
Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. So where are women at when they know to come work with you and to do this work? Like what, how do they know? When is it time? What is the time? Like what are they feeling? Yeah. Yeah. It could be, um, they're feeling really numb in their body. They're like sex. Yeah, no, thanks. It could be, um, a lot of people work with me in business as well, because I haven't been, have been an entrepreneur for so long. Um, I bring so much into that. And if you want to really launch your business and show up in a powerful, powerful way, you need to come back into yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to come back into your body. You need to learn how to trust and find that confidence and that epic, epic mm, turn on and juice and essence. So it really does start with you, even in business. It could be a relationship rupture of one sort or another could be working solo or in a couple. It could be, you're just not happy and you just feel stuck. Um, what a lot of confidence because again, it comes back to us. It can be anywhere in your life where you are not happy. If you don't have desires and going after them and achieving them and feeling really sexy, alive and free, you want to talk. Let's talk seriously because there's so much we can do. Yeah. I, I think, again, that's like so important. Like if you're just not happy, like you and the other things that you said, but there's not enough emphasis placed on that. If you're not happy because you deserve to be fully, fully happy in all of your expression, in all of your expression. Yeah. I love that. Ugh. A big quick one. If I ask you right now, what are your next three desires and you can't name them? We need to talk. Mm, that's a beautiful question. Mm -hmm. That's a really beautiful question. Mm, so good. So good. How can women find you and work with you? Yeah, I actually, I have a few different ways. So I have private one-on-one -on -one coaching. You're welcome to always hop on a free call and we will connect and talk and see what it is you desire. And if you don't know, that's okay. We'll figure it out together on a call and you can experience what it's like to work together. That is always an option. And then the biggest, most juiciest thing that I have launched that I absolutely adore, which is great if you want to just dip your toe in and you're not sure, is my sacred pleasure membership. So that is where I am guiding you through a couple of live calls a month. There's also extra sacred pleasure practices. There's workshops, there's coaching. There's so many tools in this little program. And I say little, but it's not little. It's little priced. It's like $64 a month with no long-term commitment. But it is well worth probably over $1,000 of coaching with me. And it's absolutely incredible. It has so many tools and you can show up however you want. You can show up on the lives because you want accountability. If you're like, I can't do this live thing, no problem. Everything's in your private portal where you can really grab the recordings within 48 hours of the lives. There's so much juice in there. We have monthly themes that we're going through through the whole year. You can email your questions if you can't be and join us live. No problem there. I've really made this super trauma-informed and really easy for it's only for women and female identifying humans. I should add that for women who want to slow down, who want to come into a practice that reconnects them to their body while up-leveling their sensuality, their sacred pleasure, their connection, their activation, their turn on, and really honor your body and heal. Mm. So that program's amazing. 
And my private clients get that for free too, by the way. That is a bonus. Oh, beautiful. So beautiful. I'll make sure all of that, how to get in contact with Kim is linked up in the show notes. Is there anything else on your heart you want to share? Hmm. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you're like, Ooh, I don't know, or I don't know where to start or yeah, but you don't know what my husband or my family or my kids or my life is like, I say, reach out. Like just, if you're listening, you're like, Oh, I wish just trust yourself for that first inclination. Even if you're scared shitless, cause I've been there. I have been scared shitless saying yes. And just hop on a free call. I'm happy to connect with you. Happy, happy, happy. Yeah. So beautiful. Kim, uh, you're, you're just a beautiful light. So thank you so much for sharing it with this audience. And I'm grateful we got to have this conversation today. Mm, me too. Thank you so, so much. I'm truly honored to be here. Uh, thank you. much for listening and if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things please pass them on to me it would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as I can so please if you liked what you heard it goes a long way to take 60 seconds leave me a five-star review and share this episode with a girlfriend Don't forget to tag me on social media. And if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time.